Hi, this is Sheena Simmons here in Austin, Texas, and you are listening to The Feedback Podcast. Wesh, wesh, y'all. This is back with The Feedback Podcast, the only podcast about the Austin nightlife. And this is episode number 89. So for, for the first show of the year, I got my boy Miko. And we recap New Year's Eve, we talk about Uber, we follow up with Sheena 2.0 and her girl Marsha, and then we give you a little preview of what to look forward to in 2016 in Austin as far as the new venues, the new bars opening, some of the festivals coming up. So we talk about the Domain, we talk about Antones, we talk about Moon Tower uh, Comedy Festival, a bunch of stuff, so... Uh, definitely be on the lookout for all these spots, all these things coming up in 2016. And uh, leave me a review on, in, uh, on iTunes. You know, that would really help me out. I appreciate your support and subscribe to the podcast. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. And let's go. And we're live. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. And first and foremost, Happy New Year to Happy you. Happy New Year. All the best. I hope you survive New Year's Eve, all the madness, all the amateurness. I don't know if that's the term. Uh, it is now. Yeah, it is. Amateurness. <laughs> but we'll talk about all that. Uh, and I hope the 2016 is good for you so far and you got great things uh, to look forward to. You know, wish you all the best. You know, health and success and love and happiness. Go on and check all the boxes back. Oh, come on. <laughs> I think it's the right. That's what we do. That's what I do. Best wishes. All the best. But anyway, for the first show of the year, 2016, I have my returning champion. Woohoo! Miko's in the house. One more time. Miko's in the house. One more time. All right, I'm done. I'm turning the mic off. <laughs> oh. I didn't realize that was a cue for something. No, no, no. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. If you don't know, Miko has been on the show. He's a, how can I, how could I describe you? When it comes to live music and Austin and festivals, no one comes close to Miko. Uh, he's been on the show talking about ACL, talking about South by tips. Thank you and welcome. Well, I appreciate the introduction back. Yeah. It was, it was recorded. So can you use that and make it your ringtone if you want? <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, we're going to talk about New Year's Eve. Uh, and then we'll do a little uh, preview what's what's to come in Austin in 2016, what to look forward to. So how was your New Year's Eve? My New Year's Eve was great. Um, I spent it at, well, I think one of the best places to spend a New Year's Eve um, is a house party. Yes. Personally. So I don't know what people did for New Year's. I mean, a club, obviously you pay to get in so much money. You're not in control of the night. A yeah. house party, you typically know people already when you get there. Yep. Yeah, a lot more laid back. And, a lot um, cheaper. A lot cheaper. A lot cheaper. And, and the thing is, and I, I talked about it on a previous show, it, it's really, um, New Year's Eve is like the, the night, the biggest night, the biggest hype. I mean, when I see those poor souls at Times Square <laughs> every, <laughs> every year in New York, and it's like CNN is there and ABC is there, and there's another channel that was there, I think NBC may be there. Uh, and I'm like, what? what? what is it? Just standing in the cold and watching the ball drop and go Happy New Year. It, it, there's so much hype around it, around it is what I'm saying. There is. Well, as I was kind of teasing earlier, it's about checking that box. So I want to say that I was there and I took the picture, I took the selfie of me at Times Square dropping the ball on New Year's. Done. Life accomplishment. Yeah. but I mean, I'm sure people don't do it twice. No. Well, 
Well, if you live there, maybe, but would you travel twice? No, nah, I don't think you want to go nah. to Times Square twice. <laughs> I, I don't. On New Year's, cold ass New Year's. Well, it's it's the same thing. Same thing with Sixth Street. I mean, most of the time I'm out of town, you know, for the holidays. I'll travel because I know that there's so much hype around New Year's Eve that uh, people call it amateur night because it's people who just like, holy shit, I have to. I'm a, I'm gonna. It's gonna be the best night. It, like it tops Halloween. It tops. St. Patrick's Day, it tops Fourth of July. Well, one thing is that everyone's off the next day. Yeah, well, most, mostly except yeah, yeah, the service. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But but it's like okay, I got there's a bunch of restaurants. You know, got to get the uh, a good dinner, and you got to you know plan that in advance, and then everybody's having the party of the year. Well, I think actually the the entertainment industry, clubs, bars, et cetera. Sure. I think they actually prey on people for that. They have all these newbies out there. Yeah. These amateurs, these as you call them, and um, they don't know what to do. They just want to have a good time. They don't know what that is. And I feel like if you charge a high price, they assume that they're going to have a high experience, high quality experience, and people prey on that. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's, it, it's like, uh, I mean, there was, there was a few places downtown that were free, like Lux was right, free. Right, right. Shout out to Nightwire for calling out a lot of the free places. Yeah. Lux was free. Was it uh, Eisenhower's? Was Eisenhower. I'm sure there's a good handful of Lux, yeah. Eisenhower's. Right. So, and then they had other spots when it was 50 bucks or 100 bucks. I mean, even the Empire, uh, they had Peligrosa, Body Rock. They were like, it was like 15. I mean, I could see that. Which that's is a not, good venue. Yeah, yeah I mean, not but too I, much. Yeah, but you're getting a lot for out of NYE, that. For NYE, that's not a lot. That, that, that's nothing. That's nothing. I would say Dirty Bills is free, but apparently you can pay $100 there for something. <laughs> it was? It was 100 bucks. No. Oh. Wasn't that last week's podcast where like... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, yeah. She, she rang the... I've never heard of... Dirty I've Bills. I've never heard of a cover of Dirty Bills. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> but like, you know, the W had like three different things. Yeah. And I understand if you're going to pay uh, 100 bucks or 150 bucks and it's open bar. Right. That makes sense. Because, you know... You want to pay once, be done, and then you don't have to worry about anything. And you can there's a value off. to not worrying and to just say, hey, just keep keep pouring. I don't yeah. have to worry about it. Pulling it out, losing my wallet, getting yeah. my card. And the other thing is, of course, transportation uh, slash parking. Yes, all factors in. The safest way, and I said it last time, was always to get a hotel room downtown and just walk to wherever you're gonna go. We're not all ballers like you. Well, excuse me, if you plan ahead, <laughs> if you know this is the party of the year, like it, people say it is, then plan the fucking ahead, just like you plan anything else. It's going to be dope. You get your you get your room, and then you walk over to wherever you're going, and then walk back safely. You don't have to deal with traffic. You don't have to deal with Uber. You don't have to deal with t- cabs, drunk driving. Honestly, great advice. I mean, you don't really want to deal with that. The cops are out in full. Oh, yeah. A- and I will, No refusal, whatever. No refusal, yep. especially here in Texas. Yep. And I'll reference back the house party, which I opened up with, and which I'm sure we'll get to here soon. Yeah. And that that's another great thing about a house party. Typically, you're at a house party. You get wasted. People are not going to let you drive home drunk, so you can... You will crash under the table, under the table, wherever you are. I wake up when I'm sober, ish. Exactly. Wait, well, how how did it go? Um, You were the host, right? I was co-host. So it was at it was at uh, one of my best friend's house in Houston, and he does this annual party. And again, house party with a lot of our friends. UT alum. Matter of fact, he may even be listening now. What's is there a number if they're here they can call into? Yeah, we'll turn the phones on in a minute. But finish up. So it's a. Again, it's at a, it's at a it's at his house, you know, goods two story house patio outside covering, and 
you theme up a party, right? So when it comes to throwing a party, and we've done this many times, yep. you need to have your your pools, your, I don't want to say gimmicks, but again, what, what attracts people there other than just you? And so we had a hip-hop rave theme. Um, What's a hip-hop rave theme? I know, right? We didn't know either. We invented it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. So it's But that's the thing, right? You want to be innovative. Sure, sure. What is a hip-hop rave? Well, no one's ever done it, so we get to define mm. it. What is it? So obviously, there's I, I hear there's hip-hop played. Um, but on top of that, so think of rave elements. So we, with that in mind, we knew we were going to be playing hip hop because that's mainly our crowd. But we wanted to give them that rave theme because many people in the hip hop scene don't necessarily cross over to the rave theme. So let's give them a taste of that, mm-hmm. but still let them be comfortable in their hip hop realm. Right. So we so, played hip hop music yeah. mostly. There was some little house. With glow sticks and Molly? Well, I don't know who was on Molly, <laughs> but there were definitely glow sticks. Okay. Um, you know, and, and, and flashing sunglasses and other like, uh, wristbands that are flashing. I mean, things like a rave, a rave so, type environment. Black lights. Oh, okay. We gotcha. had flashing strobes. We had DJs. We had drinks that we made that were actually glow in the dark with the black light. I mean, oh, really wow. pushing that theme really hard to get people that experience. Um, on top of that, we had other other things going on. Again, there was like an outside patio. Those are open bar inside and outside. This is the house. Okay. Uh, and special cheap drinks house? going on. Uh, fairly big hookah hookah lounge outside as well. Oh, damn. All enclosed. Yeah. It was like that. Uh, to be a big ass house. Yeah, inside, outside. <laughs> Photo booth, food. Shit. Yeah, again. You actually going to Houston. Well, you know, you can come next year maybe. Yeah. <laughs> he, does, he does it well though. I mean, this is one of my good friends that knows how to really plan a, plan a party. He went to UT and did a lot of parties when we were in a fraternity together. Who's the DJ? At UT Austin. Uh, actually, one of my friends, uh, DJ Hawaii Five O. Oh, really? Yeah. I know 5-0. Uh, well, I know yeah. 5-0. So, so 5 DJed it. Again, Tony Tone. Yes, Tony <laughs> Jones. Uh, Tony lives in New Orleans right now, but he, he travels here to Austin. He doesn't do yeah. gigs as much here anymore, but he still, do, still does gigs in Houston and New Orleans. But I try to pull him here. I'm trying to get him to do oh, some shit. sort of Oh, shit, Tony guy, Tone. Man. Yeah. He might be listening, too. I, I posted it out there. This man used to bat on me at Red Fez back in the day. Oh, the Red Fez day! He's <laughs> like, come on back, let's do this. I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right. No, but uh, so you're playing hip-hop, like Outkast, like Future, Kendrick Lamar, right. whatever. But you had glow sticks and... Right, we did. I mean, obviously, people didn't know how to, you know, do the different rave dancing. So, I mean, some of us were fooling around with it. But, again, the idea was to give them that theme. We had one other aspect, and I'll mention this because it's what I was over. Uh-huh. Um, and we had a live group meet going on on a screen Ooh. in the place. So, people could get added in if they knew someone. And they can post on it, and people could see the feed going. And on top of that, we had a Twitter feed on the other side of that screen. So yeah. you hashtag something, you see your name up there. So we had a live Twitter and GroupMe feed going on. So you take pictures, you post it, you see it up there. Kind of cool, right? So you see that that feedback, if you will, of the party. Oh, I was waiting for whoop, it. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Double entendre, baby. Not so. Uh... So, I mean, the point is, though, the house party, you can do a lot. You have a lot of control over it. You go there. If you yep. go to the right one, that people that know what they're doing, you can really have a lot of fun, more so than maybe at a club who it's very generic and formulated. Yes, and there's a lot you have to you don't have to deal with, but uh, so what was the turnout? Um, I would say it was probably a a rotating crowd of fifty to seventy five, and I say rotating for those that not in the party scene know what that means. It means we consistently had between 50, 50 and seventy five people, but that was different. Like so, it'd be a different twenty five every hour because twenty five would be out, new twenty five come in. So would you charge for it? No, it was house party. It was, it was free. I mean, with all the stuff, all the money you guys spent, yeah, 
So it is a, the, the biggest party of the year. So, I mean, you know, you give back. Once we're, we're a little bit older these days, everyone's got yeah. professional jobs. We can kind of give back. It's kind of like, you know, it's a generosity well, thing. What was, the, it, was the gag girl ratio? Um, it was pretty, it was very good. I would say the one challenge was, again, people are older. There was a lot of married couples there as well. Ew. Yeah, there is that. And I was not one of them, but there were plenty of women there Holla. as well. <laughs> <laughs> and so what, what happened at midnight? Uh, champagne is toasted, shots are taken, yeah. kisses are done, and yeah. countdown happens. We had a countdown on that screen that had the group me and the, the Twitter. We switched that to a countdown. And Did you get yours? Uh, you know, I, I yeah, I took mine. <laughs> you took your kiss? Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't. I don't. You have, don't take it. <laughs> Come here, bitch. That's kind of kind of what happened. I'm not gonna lie. She didn't object, but I didn't really know that well. She was there though. <laughs> you, you took the girl next to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She wouldn't kiss nobody, so you know, I feel like it was a win-win. Like you, you eyed her at first, or you, you like I'm gonna kiss this one at, at midnight, or you like, damn it, it's midnight. Come here. Yeah, more the latter. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not picky. It's just about again checking that box. Whoever's there, I don't have any particular. I don't want. I really, I didn't want someone to think it was more than what it was. So I'd rather actually choose a random than someone's like, oh my god, he kissed me at midnight. What is that? Was mean it tonight? a big deal, Tar? Oh my god, I don't, I don't even don't know who it was. Just, just kissed her and then moved on. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. Sorry you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. But um, going back to transportation, one thing I saw uh, the day after Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving, after New Year, sorry, uh, is the whole Uber thing and people bitching about the surge because high demand, high price, Uber, they, I mean, the drivers don't control, don't have any control over what they charge, uh, what Uber charges. So if if there's a lot of people who want to ride that night, of course, New Year's Eve is you know, uh, it's a big night, then the surge was like multiplied by seven, nine, uh, ten. I mean, crazy. And, and you would spend like $60 for two miles, like that kind of <laughs> show. <laughs> Clean saw, up. I saw, I saw, uh, I saw a post, uh, yeah, uh, 4.7 miles in 15 minutes uh, for $65. Damn. Uh, I saw some other ones from other cities that were like, the surge was nine, like times nine, and like it was like three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. I mean, crazy. And I'm like, dude, you remember cabs exist? <laughs> <laughs> cabs don't have surge prices. Yeah, cabs FY. don't. I mean, and, and also, I mean, it's funny. It, that's a competitive advantage of cabs. All this talk about getting Uber, Uber and Lyft, and the cab unit doing all that, and I feel like they should better just find their niche within that. And this is it. Like, yeah, New Year's and end of the night, you're always paying a surcharge, but cabs don't have a surcharge. Well, not only that, you know, the 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 spokespeople from Uber actually responded to all these people bitching on right. Twitter and posting uh, uh, snapshots of their receipt or whatever because you get it the next day, right? Um, and the Uber spokesperson was like. Well, shit, there's an option for you to wait until the surge goes down. <laughs> so if you can't wait and you and you know, and it's times ten or times nine, that's that's on you. They tell you up front. Exactly. They tell you. So don't be stupid. Or you know, walk it off or go to an area, walk to an area where there's not as many people or just wait. With people like, Oh, I can't believe I spent forty dollars to go f- to go home. Well, at least you got home. How well, about that? How about that? You got home. And, and actually, there were some dumb motherfuckers out there who were saying, I don't know if it, I'm, I'm, I'm done with Uber. Um, I'd rather take the risk 
I'm deleting. <laughs> I'm seriously, seriously. I'm deleting the app, and I'm like, do you know how much DWI cost? To, uh, five figures. Easy. Yeah. Easy. When it's all said and done. And 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 people are just in great people. I, I, it, it just. I'm not an Uber spokesperson, and I like what they do. Uh, and I know they're fighting the thing right now in Austin, right, with city council and many other cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, you know, they're out of Houston. They 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 withdrew out of Houston. Did they? Because you know, and I'll plug one more time. The the, the house party I was at, we, the uh, host actually set up a deal with Uber. Oh, had he a, had to do yeah. it himself. Well, he set up a deal where they put in a promo code, and you can take Uber from his house with a promo code uh-huh. and get like a twenty twenty five dollar discount. Well, they had the um, so what's going on right now with city council is. The city council is asking Uber to implement this uh, fingerprinting yep. thing, uh, background check, and Uber is like, nope, and Lyft is like, nope, and the city council said, well, we'll put, uh, the city will pay for it. That's all we're asking for, and it's it's got to be ninety nine percent of people, a driver has got to go through this process, and Uber is like, we're not budging, and if you don't, you know, that's not even like a common ground, and they, they've they try to figure it out to figure out, okay, what if you know, the drivers that actually get the fingerprint, the background check, that maybe they have, you know, a higher rate or they have access to uh, people eas- more easily. Something, hmm. whatever, some kind of incentive. Incentive, right. Yeah, or if you're a new driver, you know, maybe the existing drivers don't like, need it, but if you're a new one, now you have to do it. Old Some ones are grandfathered in, new ones got to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, new ones got to, old grandfathered in ones have to do it after a certain amount of time, maybe. Or something right, like and it, it, nobody's budging. And Well, it, Uber knows if they, Uber and Lyft, they know if they do it for one city, it's going to domino effect to all of them all. And yeah, they know that, but also uh, they have leverage because, you know, the DWI has gone down like 14%. And, uh, you know, even though that money doesn't necessarily go to the city d- directly, all the DWI money. Right. But it's still um, something that, you know, people are used to and people enjoy. And they can be like, you know what? If you don't want to comply, then fuck y'all, we out. And then you deal with your bullshit. And nobody's budging around. There's a petition going on. Uh, There's a website called uh, rideshareworks.com, something like that. And there's a petition you can go on and and, uh, sign so that, it goes to your uh, council member or something like that, so just so people know. Um, you can vote on that kind of stuff. But anyway, uh, so yeah, don't bitch about the surge on Uber <laughs> on New Year's Eve you if know you what? got home safely. Don't drink that night. You should work for Uber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> make you a couple. Make you a grand or two. Exactly. All right, I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn the phones on. If you want to call in and uh, tell us about you, your New Year's Eve. Uh, the number is 512-539-0225. Again, I got Miko in the house. I got a bunch of people in the chat, actually. And actually, I want to follow up with uh, my previous guest, uh, Sheena, who uh, said that she was going to be uh, a whole new person. 2.0. Sheena 2.0. She's going to be a whole new person starting January 1st at 12.01. <laughs> and actually, her friend called in to invite her to to. Uh, to a New Year's Eve party because she was going to stay home with her cat, some shit like that. <laughs> Do we know where she went? Is there any No, she, she did go. She did, she did go. She did go. Uh, I asked her. She did go. And uh, Oh, there she is. 2.0 calling in. Hello. Hello. It's Tina Simmons. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Is, am I talking to 1.0 or 2.0? Both. 
Are you <laughs> you've been drinking already or something? Yes, I think I have. Absolutely. You think yes, you have? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I'm not sure if this clear bottle was water or vodka. <laughs> Yeah, there's no vodka going on. I'm going to take a little quick minute. I'm getting a little Prosecco chick lately, so it's got a little bubbles and makes me laugh. I don't have to look close, so... Ah, oh, I'm getting a little perked on Tuesday night. That's kind of lame, though. Oh, shit, I'm liking this. Day. I'm liking this. All right, all right. First of all, you went to the yes. party that your friend Marsha... Okay. Yeah. How'd it go? It was great, and you know what? You'll be proud of I even brought a dude. You What? I brought a dude. She brought Santa. Oh, you beach. brought someone. Yes, I did. How, okay, did you do you get the midnight kiss and all that stuff? <laughs> it depends on who's listening in. No, 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 I don't no, know. I Nobody's listening. Listen. Nobody listens to the show. It's just us. It's just me and Miko. It's uh, nobody else is listening. Live, live, live. No, no. I actually. Um, oh, and I got somebody beeping at Lord. But no, um, I actually brought in uh, a buddy of mine that, you know, you have that friend of yours that you can call that's like, hey, like, like the, the male version of an okey-doke. I told you. Just- you were like, you, you were talking about a candidate that was out of town, and what what happened to him? I'm just kidding. No, no, no. My candidate, he's, he's wonderful, and he's, he's still there. He's out of town right now. But So you followed my um, advice, and you brought someone just for the night. <laughs> Ah, she pulled from the bench. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're back trying to be Dr. Phil right now, which he is. I'm not being Dr. Phil. All right, he so. Is. Okay, so you you go to the party. You, you, did you invite him like the day before? Because we're pretty close. We were like two days uh, before the New Year's Eve. We were, and I knew that I had to call back on the show. And I was like, that is going to be all the way in my neck if I don't have this right because 2.0, everybody's counting on her. Yes. So, but no, it, it's, he's a good friend of mine that I always call. And, uh, you know, we hang out on occasion. And I was like, hey, do you want to come with me to this party? So he was like, yeah, because he was out hunting and doing his little deer leaf stuff. So he came in and he enjoyed the party with me. White guy, I assume. (laughs) 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 Our 2.0 still likes them white guys. (laughs) White guys don't like me. It's all right. It's all right. We're not judging. It's all right. No, I'm okay with that. How did you break it to him? Break what to him? I didn't invite. How did you invite him to the party? What did you tell him? Oh, I just called him up. I said, "Hey, I'm not going to say something on the radio." I said, "Hey, you know, uh, what are you doing for New Year?" He's like, "I don't know how anything's planned. I was thinking about coming in, maybe not." And I was like, "Why don't you come and see my girlfriend Marcia's party?" He's like, "Sure, I'll be right there." And I was like, "All right." So whenever I get out of work, you know, I'll you know come pick me up, and we'll go over there. And that's what we did. It was fun. And he picked you up at Lake Way over there. <laughs> at my place. He lives, like, seriously, whenever I go out on my balcony, uh-huh. the subdivision that he's in, I look out onto it. So it's like, it's funny, oh. we've known so- each other for however long, and we actually grew up in East Texas together, like 30 minutes down the street, and we didn't even know it. Oh, wow. Hmm. And so we run right. into each other again, and yeah, so it was it was good, but I've known him for a while. He's a really nice guy. All right, right, all right, all right, all right. We get it, we get it, we get it. He's a really nice guy. You hang out once in a while. Da, 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 da. And he, okay. he happened to have no plans on the yeah, easy exactly. day before. So <laughs> yeah, that was, that's weird. He was ready, though. Yeah, he drove all the way from Midland, where he's really is, to come and hang out and kick it. We had a really good time. We got turned. Okay, so what was the party like? Marsha said there was a bunch of couples, so now you didn't really stand out. 
And there was there was a guy that that said that he was going to go if you were if you were going to go. What happened to that? No, because that was the rule. It's just like you can't invite this guy because I think he wants to be up under me like the other, and I'm not having that. <laughs> so did you did you end up staying there? Yeah, we did. Oh, did you get your midnight kiss and then yeah. some and then some? <laughs> Oh, he can get out of this chocolatey stuff. He can get out of that. Really? You let, you let the <laughs> no. man down? No, I, I was hoping that he would get just way too hurt to where you just go like, ah, too wasted. I can't. Uh. Were you drunk? By midnight? No, he wasn't, but I... You were. Quote, unquote, was. No, but it's not like that, though. New Year's or not, I can't just pass it around. Like, this isn't like samples at Costco. You can't get up. <laughs> 2.0, what, what, what were you, for the night, for, for New Year's Eve, what were you looking to get out of the night when you went out? Did you have a, not to say that you had an objective, but what would have qualified a, a successful night? For me, it's just like, I feel like I've done a lot of stuff already, so it wasn't a successful night. It's like, let me get out and stop being Grady already, but can I tell you that 2016 is about to be on? You know what I mean? And that just started it. It's like, let me go out, have a great time, I had a good time at my girlfriend's house, and was an act of Congress to go. You know, we got turned, had a wonderful time, got up the next morning, ate some crappy food. It was good. So it was a great start. To oh, yeah. Y'all had breakfast and everything? Y'all had breakfast? No, no, no. Well, we, Brunch? we left. And so I got to go to my favorite little taco spot that's in Cedar Park where she lives, where I don't ever go to. Mm-hmm. Taco yeah. Cabana? <laughs> no, no, Taco Cabana is No, there's a place called BJ's Barbecue. Can I tell you, barbecue places always have the best tacos and they were open i was like yes so i got in the face of the taco it was amazing and it, it wasn't weird at all after that midnight kiss with you and oh boy no uh-uh no because okay. the thing is though good things come to those who wait now he may not know how long he's waiting for <laughs> well is he is he a candidate now mm. Mm. Oh, i <laughs> uh, well no He's been around for a minute. I just so, have to see because there's somebody else that I really, really, really like. I like really like. Well, I uh, hope he helps you uh, remain 2.0. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. 2.0 back. You think that I'm lame, but trust. You're about to get all the pictures, all the updates. So back, I want you to be a part of all of this. I want you to document all of this. Uh, what? <laughs> Yes, and the thing is, though, what you forget is, like, you got to remember my 32nd birthday. That's yeah, I got, I got your birthday. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll go over all of that. I, I'm just, I just want to make sure that you started the year right. You went at home with your cat. We just wanted to make sure. <laughs> make sure you made it. It's going to be amazing. So 2016, all the listeners is going to be on. We've got so many wonderful things. So it's on. I hope everybody's ready. Stay, stay tuned because we're going to be do. We'll be talking about what to look forward to this this year. So. I'm ready. All right. Well, All thank right. you for calling. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for people that call in, I'm telling you, Zach will be on you like a rat on a Cheeto. If you don't follow through with what you say that you're going to do, then that's only because he wants everybody to have a great life. So well, I kinda, love you for it, man. I, I, I really do. I kind of want to hear Marsha's side, though. <laughs> Something must have Marcia. happened. Marsha, Marsha. Well, I'm going to text Marsha and let her know, too, that she needs to call in and, and say what's going on. Yes, she, she promised, too. So uh, give her a heads up. She can call in any time. We'll be on for a little bit. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thank you, Sheena 2.0. Bye, 2.0. Thank you. Thank you, doll. All right. Ciao. Bye. Look at that. 
Well, I'm glad she went out. I was a little worried after hearing yeah, that. Yeah, that's no. It's New Year's it's Eve. Good. It is. And actually, you know what? I know a lot of people who stayed home. A lot of people, people stayed home that. this year. It, well, it's and, stressful. And, it can no, be but, stressful. No, but it it wasn't because it was overwhelming. It was one of those like, yeah, who gives a shit? It's just another day. Like, like I've in the end, it is. No, it, it is. But people make it out big, way more than what it is. But. Um, yeah, a lot of people just stay at home, watch TV, play games. That's why they show the ball dropping on TV. Yeah. Actually, I, I went to, uh, so uh, Austin New Year's has this thing. I didn't know. I found out you know, a week before uh, at Auditorium Shores um, with a bunch of bands, uh, Grupo Fantasma, uh, Golden Dawn Orchestra, Bunch of other bands were playing that stuff for kids. I had my nephew, so okay. it was a family free, thing. Free, right, too? Yeah, free and family thing. Family yep. thing, so they had bands that food trucks and they had stuff for oh, kids yeah. and uh, fireworks at ten o'clock. Nice. The whole thing went till ten, and then went back to uh, my girl's house and ate some more. And we kind of we were watching the we we're playing music and all that with the kids and playing. And uh, in the background, we had the CNN coverage going mm-hmm. back and forth. And the kids like, oh look, that's one direction. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> You know who that is. I don't know their names. Uh-oh, someone's <laughs> calling. Yeah, look, you're on the feedback. Hey, this is Marsha. Oh, sweet. Oh, the other side of the story. <laughs> Marsha, thank you so much for calling. <laughs> this is Marsha calling to give you the update. Yes, we just we just had <laughs> Sheena 2.0 on the phone just like okay. a minute ago. She said she went. She brought a date. Some dude that lives by, by her place, apparently. She didn't know. Yes. And, yeah, and so uh, she said she had a good time. She got a midnight kiss. Uh, yes, and and that- I, I was all up in that kiss. Yeah, I I saw it, I saw it go down. She was definitely two point Sheena. Oh, sweet. Any any anything yes. else happened? Because you had the whole thing set up. You had DJ and everything. So I, you know, I yeah, I like hooked it up. We had um, it was it was very cute. Um, Sheena came. We had maybe about twelve people. So it wasn't extremely huge, but um, nice little where, where house was this party. At? Her place in Seattle. In Leander. 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 A house party. Yeah, house party. Yep. That's the way to go, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a house. We had a little house party. Had the music going, and um, and you know, Sheena. You know, Sheena. She turns up. I mean, she. You know, she's dancing. We played. Um, well, we were gonna play games, but we wanted up pretty much dancing and taking pictures and. Um, you know, we had a good time and Sheena uh spent the night. Uh-huh. So um Where? <laughs> so with, she with, spent the night. With old boy? <laughs> <laughs> it's all you right. have to ask her. I'm scared to put her business she, she out there. She would not she doesn't care. She has she she, already, <laughs> she has another candidate that she's looking at, so and I, I told her, That's and I told her true. when she called when she was on the show last week, I told her, Hey, just get someone for the for New Year's Eve. That candidate can come know, later. And and she did, and he was super cool. Um, and yes, they, you know, she she wasn't alone on her on New Year's Day. Good for her. Yeah, so I think she, you know, 2.0, like, she came out. Hers? And I, I think <laughs> she, I, <laughs> I, I think she had a good time. And I think that um, I'm hoping. Thing, you know, she kind of keeps it going. So, I, actually, I'm a fan of of the guy she brought that night. Oh, friend approved. She, yeah. She, so he, I'm, he I'm pushing her towards 
towards that towards him. Yeah, he do, hunts and everything. Do you know the other guy? Yeah. Okay, I don't know the other guy. Okay. Um, just what she tells me, because that's still a little new. Um, but I really liked this guy. Really well, liked him. I just I just hope she uh, he doesn't cramp her style. Because if, <laughs> if uh, he turns he turns out to be a boring guy, and she wants to turn up this year, and he fucks it up for everybody. <laughs> no, I, I hope he helps. That's all I'm saying. They did start off by going to a party. Well, yeah, yeah but he, he did, and he you know he's got this real like laid back kind of like he lets Sheena be Sheena, and we know how Sheena is. So yes. he kind of sits back, lets her do her thing, and then he's he's a, he's good. He's he's a good compliment to her. Um, I don't want to say crazy, but no, yeah, her, you can say um, her craziness. It's two point yeah. now, so it's crazy. Yeah, he lets her turn up, do her thing. She's dancing around the house, and he's sitting there and smiling, and uh, you know, he, he's he's calm, he's laid back, and uh, I liked him, so I'm pushing her towards him. So we'll have to give an update. I'll have to call you back with an update on that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see which I'm one she invites. We'll see which one she invites to her birthday party. That's true. Yes. <laughs> her birthday party. Oh, that's right. Yes. And I'm planning it. You know what? I oh, say. You... Yeah. She asked me oh. to plan it. So uh, she's like, I'm going to turn up. We want to go out. And I need a limo. All that crazy. I don't know. Do it. What? I'm saying I'm, she wants it big. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. She, okay. Okay. Uh, she should invite them both and do like a Hunger Games competition. <laughs> no, just watch him fight. Yeah, watch him fight over her. He's like, you go. How fun. That'd be, uh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to watch. Did she get drunk? At, at the uh, at, your, at your party, yeah. Um I would say a strong tipsy. Okay, that's like, good enough. To, you know, to the point where the turned guest room up is ready. Well, I'll tell you what. When yeah, she, turned up tipsy. Turned right. Up tipsy. Mm-hmm. When she when she called just a few minutes ago, she was already drinking on a Tuesday night. So, on a Tuesday, she's on her way. She's Actually, on her way. Wait, she. My son just turned eighteen on Sunday, and she came. <laughs> she came um, late, and uh, you know she had been out the night before. And what's funny was my son was like. Um, she was like, I'm sorry, Jason, you know, I had a rough night. You know, I was out a little late. And my son was like, you were just like this last year, too. So two years in a row, she's come to my son's party late and turns out from the night before. So, nice. um, Like Walker shamed it to his party? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, actually. Oh, my son she smells like, like alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and must. Yeah. Auntie yeah. Sheena, where's your hair all crooked? <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. At eighteen, so, um, he probably knows. Yeah, he knows. He knows what's up. Yeah, and he she ordered him mimosa as soon as she sat down. So my son loves Auntie Sheen. Yeah. Well, good, yeah. good. Well, thank you for the follow up. I appreciate it. Yes. Well, then I'll probably see you at the party that you're planning. Oh uh, yes, 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 definitely. Okay. Thank you, well, Marsha. Happy New Year. Thank you. All right. Happy New Year. Bye. Ciao, man. Full recap. Yeah, got both sides. That was dope. That was dope. I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy for her. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Do it. And talk about what to look forward to in 2016. What, what, besides the big festival. Sure. You know, there's a bunch of stuff, uh, places popping up. 
you know, left and right. I don't know if you've been keeping up. So what, what are you looking forward to this year? You know, I nothing new to Austin, but new to me. I always miss it every year. I've never been. There's a there's a Carnival Brazilian Festival. Here oh in yes, I've never been. What? I know, dude. It's I just I'm always out of town. I was in a relationship for a while, so like that was definitely all right. All right, all right. That don't work no more. Exactly. Look, so so I'm trying to go this. I'm trying to make it a point, d- dude. It's, to go this it's, year. It's something to see. Well, I, I when I've I got went, eyeballs, I'm ready. I went uh, two years ago, and. It was at uh, the Palm, yep. the Palm Event, Event Center. Center, and I saw. I mean, first of all, the costumes were crazy. Yeah, but it's it's almost like it, it almost goes into a Halloween. I think because people one dress of my up, favorite holidays. Yeah, so it's not even like people dress up like Brazilian anything. It, it's just just one. I met costume. Fur, I met I met uh, furries. <laughs> Seriously. Furries. If you don't know what furries are, it's people who like to have sex in uh, fluffy animal costumes. Pretty much. Yeah. So I saw furries there. I took pictures of them. With I gave them feedback stickers. I took pictures. <laughs> I, met, I met this group of uh, this group of ladies and with their husbands, and they were like they were dressed up. I mean, you know, the titties were out. They had. Did like, they have a flurry of orgies? <laughs> no. They, they they were like, yeah, we part of this swinger swingers club. And we come to this uh, carnival thing to recruit people oh, wow. and all of that. And I'm like, holy shit. So, were, so why were they talking to you? Uh, <laughs> I was like, I got stickers. I got stickers. They're trying to recruit me. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't swing. First, I wouldn't know who to swing with. I didn't have anybody at the time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all kinds of people. And there was uh, this other group, a bunch of uh, superheroes, uh, was female superhero okay. heroes. And like they would have just the the, um, it was all body paint. The, the like cost a, the superhero costume was painted. On. Yes, so there was a oh. Wonder Woman, and nice. all she had a thong on. The rest was just painted. Yeah, and pretty accurately, actually, I gotta say. But it's 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 crazy. It's a good time. The the uh, the the bands that play, great, and it's huge. That place is pretty big. It's very very big. Well, good. Thanks for the hype up. I'm. I just need to. Keep an eye out for tickets. They may already be on sale. I know they Probably. sell. I know it sells out. So. Yeah, yeah. What that, else? That's one thing I'm looking forward to. There's the obvious. We'll skip over March. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get k- tickets to Gary Clark's Shindig, which I know is big. Everyone's. I feel like I've never been. I, yeah, I'm. I'm you never seen Gary Clark live? No, I've seen Gary Clark oh. live. I have. His, his ACL taping got yeah, sold yeah. out in like two minutes. Yeah. Um, I know that. I run into him every once in a while. Occasionally, you'll see. I mean, if you go to enough live shows here in Austin, I saw him at Plush like a week before my party. Funny. And um, he uh, he came to my two year anniversary of feedback. You're right. Uh, cool. And uh, I saw him at Plush, and he knew about the five year anniversary, and and I and he said, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm I'm gonna be out of town." I'm, yeah, he's promoting his new album. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I totally get it, man. I'm not gonna. Oh shit! You can't come to my party, <laughs> Gary Clark Jr. God damn you! <laughs> no, of course I'll not. I'll never forgive you. No, <laughs> no. But uh, really, really cool, laid back guy. I really like how um, uh, approachable and how laid back he is really cool guy but anyway so is that that i'm not going to but i like to eeyore's birthday i've never been to it's something i'm trying to put on the list for this year yeah um i went to the first x games i don't haven't been back since i don't even know if it's happening in austin again do we still have a contract for that i don't know i know the um usually by now they're hyping it up and starting us yeah well I, heard th- th- I think this didn't they start right after south by no you can usually buy tickets in january february oh they start promoting big after South by. The city cut some uh, the budget of, for it. For, for um, probably Formula the downtown, one. probably the downtown shit that goes on. I bet. Yeah, I mean, it sucks, but 
We'll see. We'll see if we will get an F1 this year. We will. I think we will. But uh, there, after the disaster that was last year with the storm and ah, uh, yeah, that's nothing that they could do really. Uh, um, I've been I've been debating going to this. Um, and you know, there's three venues. First, let me quick quick background. There's three venues I dislike in Austin. By dislike, I actually mean hate. Go ahead. Coda, Circuit of the Americas. I just don't like the venue sound. The amphitheater. The amphitheater. I mean, okay. whatever. Any stage there. Ugh. Sure. Uh, Irwin Center. Don't like it. Uh-huh. I only go there if it's a show. I just you know, Shaw Day or Stevie Wonder. That was good. Yeah. They're both good, but I just don't like that venue. And then Cedar Park, I also don't like. I mean, these big stadiums. It just it's not my thing, mm-hmm. um, but there's an I love '90s music tour going on. Oh and yes, it's at Cedar Park. That's true. <sighs> I've been debating going to the theater. I don't like. It's at a venue I don't like. Yeah, but but it's a bunch of groups I probably will never have the chance to no see shit. ever again. Vanilla in life. Ice, Salt and Pepper, <laughs> Young MC, Kid and Play, Kid and Play. <laughs> uh, who else is on that bill? I mean, there's somebody. There's a couple others. Yeah, so it's, it's one of those. It's a it's lot a, of people I've never seen, and I probably will never see again. It looks like a good lineup. It looks like a good show. We'll see. We'll see. Well, what else here? That's a lot. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, one, what. What do you have? Okay. A uh, couple of things. I mean, Antones just came back to town. Do they have any, like, opening? Like, I haven't... They haven't had the official opening. Right. They, they were open for New Year's Eve. Right. They had a soft opening for New Year's Eve. Uh, they actually have sh- sh- shows pretty much every day, I think. Already, they have, I know they had a show tonight. Okay, uh, but what I like about it is that they want to bring back the R and B blues uh, that's, soul type. That's of what sound. they're known for. Yeah, I know, which is great, which is great. Yeah. And they're downtown, uh, right next to uh, um, Eddie V's yep. on Fifth Street. Great so, location. Looking forward to that. To checking out. I used to go to to shows all the time. Well, hip hop shows, of course, uh, because at the time I was more into. Uh, I wasn't that much into live music. I mean, you know, guitars and stuff. Uh, I saw Corinne Bailey Ray for those that know that R&B artist from Britain who? No? Corinne Bailey Ray never heard of her? no ah, good one. see I mean seriously I think one thing I learned last year I was in 2015 yeah. uh, is I want to get into the live music more into the live music in Austin I mean after what I, what I found out through Austin Music People and all the research I did and I'm like, holy shit. I mean, Free Week is going on right now. Yeah. And I do want to go check out a few shows of people that I don't know. Because I've seen Henry and I've seen Riders. I've seen, I've seen Magna they're all Carter. Good. No, they're all great. But I want to kind of expand a little bit. And I know you called me out a while back saying, back, you should expand. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I do, but shit. It's, it's a tough. It's a lot to keep up with. But you have a much better experience. Like people yeah. look at an ACL lineup or a Coachella lineup and like, oh, I don't like the venues this year. I don't like the artists because they're really only looking for hip hop. And those are... I mean, you don't get your money's worth at festivals and big events like that unless you have a wide range of tastes. Yeah. I mean, I went to the, the Black Ball. Uh, I'm a member of Black Fret. Black Fret's a non-pro- uh, non-profit that uh, helps, um, they help local artists every year. So they had a Black Ball last early December where they gave, they gave away grants to artists like Digital Wild One. And they gave away like at least, I think, $120,000. That's good. Two different, like, uh, Shaky Graves won. Yeah. Um, Try to remember all the band. Like, Rise Against the Storm was on there. A uh, bunch of bands. And I was, I sat at, and by being a member, you get uh, invites to uh, private uh, shows. Like, someone's house or whatever. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm really, I'm, and I met a lot of people uh, that night. It's a great organization, uh, blackfright.org, if you want to find out some more. Keep that in mind. Yes. 
Um, one other thing I heard about was the Long Center was going to have a stage outside. Do you hear about that shit? So on the lawn, okay, they're going to build a stage. No, there. they're building a stage, not a temporary. I mean, a permanent. We're going to have shows here. No, it's not going to be permanent. No, I mean for what? I mean, we're going to have shows, but like when there's nothing going on inside, they can take that stage away. It's just a matter of wiring under the gotcha, under the gotcha. lawn. It's not like the stage is there all the time. So so they can have shows there, and then they're like, well, we can handle. Uh, was it Tuesday truck food truck Tuesdays and World Cup whatever? So sound cinema and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. why not just make it a, a venue? It's true, like sweet. And and I mean, th- there is as much as you know with all these venues opening. There's uh, well, uh, Chicago House is now Tellers. I didn't know that. So vinyl hmm. is is not. There's nothing there now. I think. I think they they, it's like they closed. Redoing, I, I don't know. I, I, last time I went, yeah. last time I went, you couldn't get in there. Okay, but I think they're redoing stuff in there. But they're gonna have that. But upstairs is a live music venue now. That holds about uh, what was it? Uh, maybe a hundred people. That's not that big. One hundred fifty, one hundred fifty upstairs. So it's you know it's small, okay. small, yeah, small. Kind of, yeah, and uh, they're gonna have a bunch of shows there, like you know five o'clock, eight o'clock, ten o'clock, that kind of stuff. Uh, so there are some live music venues coming back. Uh, you know, the Antones, Tellers, the Long Center. Um, it's good to hear that because so much gentrification in Austin and so many high rises going up that you see. Yeah. It, you know, a lot of them are taking away live music venues. You know, Austin Music Hall is closing down. Yeah. Because they're building a high rise there. They claim that they're replacing it with another more sophisticated venue. No, they're going to move Austin Music Hall somewhere else. Oh, but that, that's going to be, those are going to be offices. Those are, they're going to be off. Ah, yes. see, I was told that they're changed. See, I didn't believe it. No, I, what I wrote, what I, what I read was uh, that Austin Music Hall was going to be relocated somewhere else, maybe under a different name. But whatever, wherever that what that it is now is that those are going to be offices. Hmm. Well, there goes that venue. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Red Seven is going to be Barracuda. That's going to be a live music venue. Okay. And it's by the same people who run Hotel Vegas. So oh. Jason McNeely yeah. and, and them. And uh, I mean, but it's already a live music venue, so I feel like we're not gaining anything. Yes, but we could have lost it. That's true. <laughs> so we're Especially all gaining its something. location. Yeah, we could have <laughs> lost it. Uh, you know, Sidewinder is is live and kicking, and um, what's it called? Lusty Pearl came back. Lusty Pearl moved to the east side. Yeah, but it way is, out on the east side. Yeah, Actually, yeah. the opening there's going to be two of them. Oh, I didn't know that. There's going to be one on the east side, like way on Cesar Chavez, like past Pleasant Valley. That's, yeah, that's the one I've... And then they go opening another one uh, between Bungalow and Bar 96. Oh, well, it's right across the street from where it was then. Yep. Oh, well, good. So oh I know that house. People used to live there. They finally saw Really? It. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Man. Uh, another place that has... Um, uh, that I like... Uh, right across the street from the Paramount is the Townsend, mm-hmm. and it's uh, one of those like cocktail bars, um, you know, uh, with a mixology and the drinks take five minutes to make, and then they have fancy names. I'm a little bougie now. I kind of like that. Each sip is a dollar fifty. <laughs> it's like ooh, dollar fifty. <laughs> um, and so, and in the back they have um, a stage. And the sound is awesome over there. Hmm. And they do have shows there. I know Ginger Lee uh, had the her New Year's Eve uh, party there. Um, Johnny Gowdy, who does the 
How Did I Get Here podcast. Mm-hmm. He does it over there. So Oh, he does it on stage on there? On stage, yeah. Oh. Once in a while, he does it. On, like, I went to his 400 show at uh, the Townsend. Really nice place. I mean, it's nice for, you know, for happy hour to hang out. Uh, it's it's loungy. Yeah, right? it's a lounge. Yeah, you, you go and you lounge. Yeah. That's one of those cool. things. Uh, let's see what else is coming up. Uh, oh, oh, oh. So, the domain. Okay. <laughs> uh, the domain. I used to, I lived there. I moved. I was there for two years. Um, and I actually moved right across from the park a month before it opened. And it was just the park. So, there's going to be a whole bunch of other bars there. Dogwood is going there. Hmm. Kung Fu is going there. Not surprised. Lavaca Street Bar. Ooh. And your Surf and Turf. Yes. Actually, <laughs> I knew Lavaca Street Bar was going there because those guys told me that. The Surf and Turf people? Yeah, they told me that. Yeah, going. yeah. So it's going to, it's this thing called the Rock Rose something. Where, where is that place across from the park? No, it's uh, uh, behind the park. So I think okay. Rock Rose is if you're coming from um, Top Golf. That that road mm-hmm. that goes into the domain ah, is gotcha, before gotcha. you get to Domain Drive on the right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, it's good because Domain needed places that are open to two a.m. One of its struggles was that first for a while the park was the only thing open past midnight. Yeah, and then Punch Bowl Social came. That was cool. I yeah, open to two, but that's still just two venues for damn near that whole north side of Austin. Yep. And so my only beef with okay. that, and you know, and there's gonna be an Irish pub called Jack and Ginger. Shout out to Donnie. Uh, and there's going to be... Good information broken back. 77 Degrees, no. a rooftop bar. It's going to be up there. Another place called St. Genevieve, an upscale lounge. So it, it sounds... A, it's it's it, a decor. It, yeah. <laughs> and the Rose Room, a dance club. Huh. When but are the, these happening? This is a this lot year. of places to be built. Yeah. The, this year, all of them? I think this year, all of them. Like, uh, the hmm. Rose Room in Dallas is a gay club. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, why not? It's, uh, but I mean, it, it, it's good because... <laughs> It it is is for the people who want to drive downtown, who live yeah. up north, the Pflugerville, the Round Rock. I mean, exactly. right now people go to Spinners, which is great, but you know we need more the, like a Sixth Street up north. Right, there's really not a lot of options. I mean, that's a it's a it's a good and bad thing about Austin. Everything's very centralized, mm-hmm. and you get to one place in downtown Austin, and you can get to anywhere else. Right, but if you're not in downtown Austin, yeah. I mean, <laughs> look at look at South Lamar. I mean, the Golden Goose open, yeah. uh, Saxon Pub. There's another place going there called the Back Beat. It's still all central South Austin. Yeah, I know, but it, it's really for, it's good to have these little pockets. I agree. So South Lamar, South Congress, we've gone in the club, Seaboys, uh, Saxon Pub. It's good to have pockets uh, where you can where you can walk from place to place, like a yeah, four or five spots. Yes. You don't want to be like Houston or Dallas where I got to drive to the next venue. Right. I mean, you look at uh, East Cesar Chavez with Stay Gold, Craftsman, yeah. Drinks. Um, MLK got some stuff there. Maynard got some stuff there. Domain now, um, but my beef for the domain is that, and I love the guys at um, uh, you know at Kung Fu and all that. But I know it's easy to replicate because just another Kung Fu, just another. They're gonna have food now. Uh, hmm. I, I read, uh, but I, I think that we need more original concepts. Oh, I guess yeah. The way you're talking, it's all it's mainly spots that have it's chains in some yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, it is. Kung I mean, well, there's a kung fu in Dallas, Street, exactly. I mean, I mean, and I'm like, well, I know these guys are creative. They can come up with something. Like when I saw that steampunk thing on, on yeah, on Wessex. I'm like, 
I don't see how that's steampunk. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been there, but I, I, I saw I it went, being built. I walked. Yeah, I mean, we saw it build. You know, for over close to a year. <laughs> but you, you walk in there, and I'm like, okay, so they have Mario Kart, they have skee ball, they have a couple arcades, uh, they have a lot of TVs, and probably the biggest hallway to the bathroom I've ever seen. And so, and I'm like, okay. I know they're not done yet because so they have the the steampunk thing. They have the uh, patio, big patio, what Opal Divine had, okay, and two yeah. food trucks, and they're gonna do an upstairs that's gonna be upscale lounge. Everybody likes to use those words, upscale lounge. Especially in you come and you lounge. Um, but I'm like, okay, so what is the concept here? Except for you have a bar with a few games and a bunch of TVs, like you're a sports bar. That's definitely not steampunk. Not steampunk. <laughs> and you I, know what steampunk? This is not how that works. The only steampunk <laughs> part that I noticed was the staff wears um, uh, how do you call those things? Like a western vest, almost. No, no, no. The Which? the suspenders. Okay. Even I guess that kind of the red suspenders, and I'm yeah. like, all right, that's cool. But that's barely. That's that's calling it in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, steam, steampunk. All right, whatever. For those who don't know, steampunk is is a genre of of culture. And it's in a lot of music and, and not music, but books and maybe like older films. Yeah. It's essentially a mixture of Western, like old West culture and technology. So imagine if those two met where you don't really have the information age, but you still have like maybe cars and things that fly, but they run on steam and smoke. Yeah. It's I mean, a weird I, blend I of think it. Maybe so that's the, why I don't see how this bar is. Maybe the bar, I mean, I didn't look closely. Maybe the bar has some of that element, but it wasn't like as soon as you walk in, like, holy shit, I'm in, I'm in a different world. Because when you look at a place like Container Bar, and I'm like, holy shit, there's a concept. It's a fantastic concept. Exactly. Uh, a place, you know, when Lester Pearl opened, uh, you know, in Bar 96, like, all right, I get it. This is this is something different. Ah, so I see where you're getting at. I, I'm, just, I'm just looking for. Um, I guess a, an original idea. Uh, you know, and when Red Fez had the hookah thing, and you know the belly dancers, when yeah. uh, Aces had the burlesque. So I'm like, we have enough bars, a place with a bar in it. We have a lot of those, and here we are. We have a lot of place shut down, and a lot of opportunity to do something different and actually add to the scene, and not just replicate, or I would duplicate, or just you know, uh, be content with just, we have, we have a place with a bar and some TVs, you know, and, 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 and I don't want it to, uh, I don't want it to just be that. Cause I think there's enough creativity in this city. Sorry, I'm burping, uh, enough creativity in the city to actually make something happen. So even all these places on the other place, 77 degrees and St. Genevieve, St. Genevieve in the domain, yeah, one is a rooftop, the other one's a bar, upscale bar, upscale lounge. Okay, so what's the difference? Well, I, I two things, two things in response. One is it's the domain. Like almost everything there is cookie cutter to some extent. Yeah, it's, it's not a real it's original like, place. It's like that uh, that South Park episode of Soto Sopa. Yes, it's yes, Soto Sopa. It's Soto Sopa. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of those in a lot of different cities. But but with that being said, I mean, I challenge you back. What do you, what do you want to see? Do you have an idea? Do you have? I mean, what is that next level? Of Austin, Austin has been kind of innovative with some of the concepts. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, wh- where do we go from here? I think that um, one genre that's kind of dying is the dance club. But hear me out. 
Dance club, I mean, in a sense that there's an actual dance floor. Okay. Not just an open area, like a designated dance floor. And also, uh, I mean, some bars did it well. Like I said, Red Fest did it well. Remember, um, uh, what's the place you go downstairs that was next to a Geisha Room? Oh. Um, uh, downstairs next to Geisha Room? Yeah, it was like kind of a dungeon kind of place with a bunch of gargoyles. I don't think I've ever been there. I mean, next door was... I don't know. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. Prague, the name of Prague. It. Yes. Prague. Yep. There you go. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, when uh, Pure opened back in the day, when uh, Qua opened with the shark tanks mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. I, that, was, that was looked damn cool. No, no. So I'm like. People were oh, rarely there, but it was yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even Summit, I think, had a great. I have, I think, the best roof, rooftop in Austin, and they're able to project stuff on the wall. But look, look at the pattern of all those places. What? Don't shut down. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they don't shut down because the concept is wrong. So they just all got it wrong. Uh, I would say management sucked. Either you got in trouble, or you went to jail, <laughs> <laughs> or you just you you were trying too much to give too much at once, and it was overkill, and people got tired of it. So I challenge you on two things: one, if it's if it's if they're all doing it wrong, what were they doing wrong? Or B, what's wrong with Austin that we can't keep a, cl- a dance club. Right? It's one of the two. It's one of the two. Is it the people or is it the owners that don't know how to run it? And I, I think I think it's both. Uh, I think and I put it more inside of the owners because there were a lot of calls well, that were made. Unpack that then. Huh? Unpack that. Like, what is the owner? What are the owners not doing? Do you think? Um, yeah, I'm challenging you. Right no, now. that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm for it. We've been talking. We're almost at an hour. This is good. This is good. I, uh, trying to think of a good example. Okay. Um, so, so challenge is getting in people. Uh, I think a lot of dance clubs, and this, I'm going to help buy you time to think, too. Sure. Um, a lot of dance clubs charge a cover. And so Austin's not a big cover place. So. You know, Barbarella, Barbarella does it great. And they're still open. Yes. So that's a thing. They do, they do it great. So that's, I think that's... Because, because he, he, here's the thing. I, I think that there there is a market in Austin uh, for uh, people who don't go out all the time. Okay. So what I mean by that is, is people it's people not us. No, yeah, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 not college kids. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's people who want to capitalize on a Friday night or a Saturday night, and just want to go out and have a good time. Like I said, Barbarella does it does a great. Volstead does a great job at it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because they're like, you know what? Nobody else does what we do on this block or on this side of town. Look at Vulcan. Vulcan got the best sound system in, in town. That's a good venue overall. Yeah, it is. It is. But, but, but here's the thing. Their pitch, and I had Mark on the show, their pitch is we have the best sound system in Austin. And we're dead in the middle of 6th Street. And we can host some really good parties. It's a really open area. And we have a chance here to do all kinds of stuff we want. Look at Empire. Same thing. Yeah. Empire, you can go one week at Empire. is different from the following week at Empire. And and people know that people realize that, and it, it expands people's uh, horizon, and 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 um, get, they get to know what Austin has to offer. But if you're just a place with a bar, you're just a place with a bar, and what people and what you offer is just yeah, oh, we got you know two dollar this, two dollar that. Special, I drink has. special. I'm like, oh well. I mean, what's the difference between uh, like Soho and Blind Pig? Okay, once I has a patio. 
<laughs> I see what you're saying. Most of the places right. on Sixth Street, not a big difference. Right. I mean, even even if you look at, um, you know, West Six, uh, Dirty Bills is totally different look and feel than Kung Fu, you know, than Brew Exchange. You know, there is some kind of like you get it all right there, right there, right. Mm-hmm. So whatever you bring into the table, don't make it like the next spot. But I think that. People, you could be creative. One idea I had a while back was uh, you go to a spot where it's all, you got drapes, you got uh, pillows and and uh, carpet and kind of like this, uh, think of it like a, a camp in the desert, like from back in the day, like um, put a freaking uh hook, hook bar. In a yeah way. yeah that, yeah that's a, that's a that's word I was Persian looking for. That, that kind of stuff or you come in and you have to take your shoes off to go into this room whatever but i'm just saying that it's something different something that like holy shit i got to go to austin and check this shit out right. when rio open they're like you know what we're not going to be any other spot on west 6 we have a freaking pool we have palm trees you're going to feel like you're not in Austin when you come to Rio. And that, that was the, that was the idea. And they went they ran with it. You know, at no point did they say, oh, shit, uh, because we're in Austin, we have to change our entire model, you know, just because we're on West 6. This stuck to their guns, and I think they're doing okay, you know. And, and so when you hear people say, I'm sick of the same shit, I'm tired of going out because it's the same stuff, I don't know where to go. If I go on rainy, it's what, you know, there's nothing that made different between different spots. Container is the only thing that really stands out over there. Well, what are people looking for? I always say as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you looking to get out of the night? Exactly. And that should dictate where you go and what you do. Exactly. And it's about priorities. If you're like, okay, music is what I look for. Live music is what I look for. Uh, Seeing a bunch of hot girls is what I look for. Drink specials is what I look for. I want to bar crawl. I want to dance, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, it's good that this year there's a lot of places that are opening up, you know, with different, you know, ideas. You know, uh, live music coming is coming back with Tellers and Antones, mm-hmm. the Long Center thing, uh, Backbeat on South Lamar. That's great. Now, if you're just saying we're upscale lounge, eh, we got those. Right. It's nothing unique. Exactly. Like the Irish pub, there's not that many. What, what Sherlock's? Uh, for those, for those is a big one. But this one's going to be up north in the domain, the Jack and Ginger. Um, all right, that's fine. There's not going to be another right. Irish pub that in that area. They locked down that thing. Exactly. So if you're just another place with a bar and you're like, oh, we're going to add a the ski ball and, and a, right. that's already been the done. ping pong table. All yeah. right, what else? And, and, and I think that people are looking for that. Because you see that every time the new place opens, it's like the place to go. Yeah, but it's a place to go for how long? Exactly. Exactly. So you Why? Need to be able to reinvent Why? yourself to some extent. Because yeah, you have to do something different. You you have you, you have a concept, you have an idea, you implement it. You know whether it's decor or it's music, or it's you know what kind of crowd you're trying to attract, or it's you know what kind of food or drinks you're trying to get. Uh, also where you're located in town. And then, okay, I got that set, right? I got my base. Now, from that base, what do I do? You know, Empire is like, we got the garage, we got the patio, we got the control room. 
you know, and we can do whatever we want. Quick question on Empire. Wouldn't you say, though, that's a transient crowd to some extent, right? It depends on... I've only been there for special events. I've never been to Empire on a regular... They always have stuff going on. That's the thing. You could you can stumble in there on a Tuesday and they have stand-up comedy. Oh, never. I've never stumbled in there on a Tuesday on stand-up comedy. There, there you go. I, cool. Actually, there's another thing. There's a lot mm-hmm. of places that do stand-up now. The market does stand-up now. Actually, comedy is making a big push. You should do yes. And on that note, a a (laughs) festival. Yes. (laughs) Moon Tower Comedy Festival. It's like, I think it is my favorite festival of the year. I'm a big comedy buff. If you're a big fan of comedy, stand up comedy, the best part of it all is that you get to hang with the comics. It's, It's one of those. I mean, I've been doing it since they started, and I've got to meet and talk, and not just like, hey, can you take a picture? It really, like, sit down, talk. Engage. Engage with. Mark Marin from WTF mm-hmm. and news uh, and uh, uh, Marin on IFC. Uh, Godfrey is, has my number and calls me when it comes to town every year. Name drop. I am. Okay, <laughs> I am. I am. And 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 I got to. I think my my, my best memory from uh, Moon Tower was we're getting out. So in between shows, it's like a South by for comics. So there's a bunch of different venues, right. and you can go. There's a lineup, and it's you know you. Uh, and they have headliner shows at the Paramount, and depending what kind of ticket you get, there's fan ticket, ace, and VIP. Uh, but you still get whether you have a fan ticket, ace, or VIP, you still get to hang with them at the Seven F Austin bar, in between shows, right? And after the shows, the shows are done by one o'clock, right? And so before that, after that, you can go and hang with them till two o'clock at the bar, buy them drinks, talk about talk shit, whatever. And before the show start, and in between shows, they'll be around town and they'll be at the bar mm-hmm. just chilling. And one night, I was talking to Michael Che, mm-hmm. Dan Soder, Greg Warren, who's actually in Austin this weekend. Uh, and they were like, oh, we're going to walk in and get something to eat. And I'm like, where are you going to walk to? We're on Congress. He goes, we're going to go to 24 Diner. I'm like, you're not walking to 24 Diner from Congress. <laughs> and I am like, I'm just going to give you all ride. So I had the all, like Why not? four comics in the car. We come up, we pull up to. Uh, I, I think there's a show about that. Comics in a car getting coffee. Yeah, Jay <laughs> so I I give him a ride and I end up at a table at Twenty Four Diner and I'm surrounded by comics. I mean, Michael Che, W. Awesome Kamal experience. Bell, and they were just shooting the shit. It, it was incredible. And then that's the thing: their comics are so approachable. Well, it depends who they are, but for the most part, the, the guys that come here are really, uh, really good people, and they they're not big headed. So this year. Uh, let's see, David Cross, uh, Martin Short, Kevin Smith, Martin Short, Jim Norton. Funny, I love Jim Norton. Joe DeRosa, the Sklar brothers that always come here. I mean, and and they keep adding on our um, comics like up until. So for those listening, when is Moon Tower, and how Moon, would they get tickets? April twentieth to the twenty third. Just look up Moon Tower Comedy Festival dot com or something so, like that. It's for all you people out there that love comedy. It's four twenties when it starts. I'm sure you remember that date. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I look forward to every year. So to bring it to bring it all back, no wouldn't problem. it be nice in the domain if they opened up a comedy club? Well, those places that like can. That. That's I mean, there's there's Capital City Comedy Club not terribly far from there, but wouldn't it be nice to have like a Velveeta room where it's come over a small venue? You've got some look amateur and all that. I mean, those places I just mentioned earlier, like. If Dogwood and Kung Fu and 77 Degrees or... They just have Sen- a comedy night. They have a comedy night. That's all it takes. And there's a lot of talent here. And all, I mean, Maggie May just headlined at Cap City. She was on Conan mm-hmm. and a local comic here. So, 
you know, that's the thing. It's about, okay, now you got the base, you got the concept, you got the bar open. What do you do with it? Don't just be another bar. And and some of them will be like, oh, we have the best selection of whiskeys or we have 97 different beers on, on the tap or whatever. I'm like, ah, oh, that's great. That's great. I can go anywhere and get that, right? A handful of places. But there's more and more of those. There's a lot of breweries in Austin. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Breweries. Exactly. I can, I can go to Verts <laughs> and get that <laughs> and get those beers. So uh, it's really about what do you do with it and how do you make it work and how do you attract, you know, a different crowd once you have your base, you know. And What's your angle? Yeah. I think it's doable. We really have a chance here to uh, show what Austin is about and, and how diverse we are. And so for everyone listening, everyone he just rattled off, they do it well, which means you can go there on most given nights and have a good time because they know how to yep. appeal to their crowd and audience. I've been to all those places. Typically a good time. Yes, yes. All right, we're going to wrap things up. We're talking for over an hour. All right. Anything you want to shout out? Um, Shout out to, first of all, shout out to, one more again, shout out to back in his, the feedback party uh, to close out the year. That was a lot of fun. I was there as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Told you bye like seven times, but that's yeah, you did. Good. <laughs> um, good live band showing. Um, shout out to Free Week happening right now. As back mentioned earlier, there's free shows happening tonight. Thank you for listening and not going to them, but uh, they're tomorrow and Thursday. And just you know, look up Free Week and you'll find a bunch of shows. Um, let's see. Shout out South by Southwest is coming up. So start paying attention to Twitter, Facebook, whatever connections you have. Those RSVPs have already started. Yeah, I saw a bunch already. So bear that in mind. Nothing major, but... It's the usual. FF Massive. That spread kind of stuff. Fast has yeah. a thing. I mean, the early birds are there, but start paying attention. Now's the time. Miko is all over that shit. Yeah, like it's, it can be stressful, but it, it's, it's a labor of love. <laughs> and that's where to put it. <laughs> labor of love. Love to help my people out. Uh, anything else you want to plug or where can people can find you or do you care? Or what? Um, no, you know, um, you can find me if you can find me. Everyone knows Twitter at Miko Faye, M-I-K-O-P-H-E-Y. It's not how you spell my name, but it's phonetically how I'm spelled on Twitter. Other than that, see me when you see me. Sounds good. All right. A uh, couple of things. Uh, there's a, uh, I found out today, actually, there's the Austin on the 40 awards. Mm-hmm. Um, Sponsored by all kinds of people, Google and a bunch of other people. But anyway, uh, if you like what I do, and I've been doing it for five years, the parties, the podcasts, the blog, you know, some of the people I had on the show, the live shows, all of that stuff, or just you just like me personally, uh, I'm asking you to nominate me uh, for the award. Um, I'll have the link, just the feedback.com uh, slash uh, under 40, I'll just have that link up. I can go there. You can use my email back at thefeedback.com, B-A-K, of course. And under the category arts, media, and entertainment, it only takes a second. Just put my name there, nominate me, uh, say what, why. What's your category? Huh? Do you have a category, like a, you're in a certain category? Yeah, arts, media, and entertainment. Arts, media, and entertainment. Like you nominate okay. me. It's not, it's not like my name is on there. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, just nominate me so that. You, you can know. ultimately be voted for it. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, Austin on the 40 Awards 2016, you have until January 19th to do so. Uh, like I said, I, I'm doing this for a while. I enjoy what I do, and I love the city and all the people that make it. Um, and I'm here to give a voice to people in the nightlife and help you navigate the scene because it's crazy. Uh, 
Shout out to you, Beck. You do a service that people, you know, maybe underappreciated in Austin. It's hard to know what's yes. going on. So it's good to have a nightlife podcast about what is happening. If you're ever curious what's going on about people that are out there. And you're yes. out there. I'm out there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a thankless job. I enjoy it. And, uh, and the like on Facebook does not count. <laughs> but you'll take it I'll take it I'll take it but I'd rather have a nomination so people uh, people know I, I really want to you know take this thing to the next level this year I have a lot of things planned so make sure you keep up uh, follow the feedback on Twitter Facebook Instagram and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher and leave me a review on uh, on iTunes uh, you know it helps for the ranking it's just really about you know, getting reviews and stars and all that stuff that really puts you up there. And uh, right now, if you type nightlife in iTunes podcast, I'm like number 11 or 12. Not bad. And everything before me is a bunch of music. I'm mm. the only talk show. So I must be doing something right. But I need your support. But I appreciate everything. And that's about it. Nico. What's you. happening? What's happening this weekend? I didn't even look. <laughs> I even look. I'm still uh, still recovering from New Year's. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't a crazy New Year's. I just uh, I haven't. I, I think uh, yeah, honestly, I haven't looked. I mean, it, it's besides free week. I'm probably gonna take advantage of that. Yeah. Oh, Michael Che is at the North Door on Friday. Ooh, that's a good one. So. Yes, Michael Che from SNL and The Daily Show. The Daily Show. Go yep. check him out at the North Door. Anyway. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Nico, thank you. Thank you. Have a good night, Austin. Ciao, ciao.